Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Thursdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. Thanks for hanging out with us. couple of different things right off the top. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Go get signed up. If you're in Tennessee and you are listening to me right now, you get 50 free dollars if you just go to FanDuel.com slash Clay and sign up. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Tennessee is going to flip the switch and allow online sports gambling at any minute. Same thing is going to be true in Michigan. Why not go ahead and be on the ball? Also, whether you're in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, Iowa, all of those states are officially already live. Tennessee about to join them as is Michigan. Go get signed up today at FanDuel.com slash Clay. Also want to encourage you, uh, encourage you guys to continue to sign up in rapid and short order as you are for the Outkick VIP. It's incredibly gratifying to see all the people signing up for Outkick VIP. Keep it rolling. We're about to start some events and next week we are going to have a monster announcement. Just tossing it out there. Next week lots of big news coming in a positive direction for Outkick. Just stay tuned. Trust me when I say super positive and super important announcement. All right, let's dive right into the last stand of the Corona Bros. Nick Saban tested positive yesterday afternoon. Nick Saban is so far asymptomatic, immediately began to isolate himself and the Corona Bros lost their minds deciding that because the SEC was having to postpone uh, LSU at Florida and because the SEC was having to postpone Missouri and Vanderbilt two games so far out of a scheduled 28 games that the world was falling down around them and there was no way that the SEC was going to be able to play this season. Let me just go through important facts here. First of all, Nick Saban is probably going to be fine. The vast, vast majority of the chances he is going to be perfectly fine. The same thing was true of Bobby Bowden who is about to turn 91 years old and beat the coronavirus without any significant issues at all. The same thing was true of the President of the United States who is not anybody's model of perfect health and he beat the coronavirus in a few days because again data matters. Facts matter. 0 to 19 years old if you get the coronavirus do you know what your survival rate is? 99.997%. If you are 20 to 49 years old do you know what your survival rate is from the coronavirus? 99.98%. If you are 50 to 69 years old which is where Nick Saban is right now 99.5% survival rate even if you are over the age of 70 you have a 94.6% survival rate here. Facts matter. I don't know why the Corona Bros in sports media won't use them. We have played hundreds of college football and NFL games without any negative consequences at all. Nobody has been severely ill. Nobody has needed to be hospitalized. 
Nobody has had the, the nearly died. We've also played thousands of high school football games all over this country. Also, again, no one has had any major issue. This is making me want to pull my hair out. The lack of basic understanding and comprehension when it comes to exactly how the coronavirus impacts otherwise healthy people. We've got to get back to work. We've got to get back to school. We've got to get back to sports everywhere. We've got to get back to normalcy. And I give credit to Nick Saban for coming out and saying that he's having absolutely no issues. The reality is after about seven or eight or nine days he's going to be back. He's going to be 100% and he's not going to have had any issue at all. That's based on looking at the statistical data. Now, this doesn't mean that at some point in time there might not be a negative associated with somebody getting positive just like every now and then somebody otherwise young and healthy tests positive for the seasonal flu and ends up having a major issue. But I got to say this right off the top. Have any of you ever tested positive for the flu? I've had the flu. I get a flu shot every year because I do uh, daily content because I get up at 4.30 in the morning and because I do a radio show and then I do a TV show and I run a business and if I'm not able to show up and work then the shows don't go on. So I try to be as healthy as I possibly can. I've had the flu before. I haven't missed a day of work in probably six or seven or eight years. I've never missed a day of radio in my life for being sick. And I've been doing radio for over a decade now. Daily radio. Okay? Why do I bring that up? Just because you are sick or even because you feel ill doesn't mean you have to run out and go get a test. If you have the flu you know that you have the flu. You probably have never tested positive for the flu in your life. I never have. I don't even know that I've ever had a flu test. It's more dangerous to many of you watching than COVID is. Okay? If you feel sick stay home. Otherwise get back to normal life. Do it. That's what we all need to do across the country. And this is a message for all the Corona Bro sports writers out there. For all the Corona Bro members of the sports media who every time there is a positive test they run out and write the same fear porn column that they've been writing since back in March about how we have to shut everything down and oh my God how in the world do we continue to play here. Here is my statement to you and I want you to listen carefully. If you believe it is unsafe to play football you're wrong but that is your belief. Then actually step up and stand behind your belief and announce that you will no longer tweet or cover football because it's not safe enough to play right now. You can't sit around Monday to Friday ripping everybody who's trying to find a way to get back to normal and play sports for doing so Monday to Friday and then on Saturday and Sunday you tweet about every game that you're watching you may well travel and cover one and then come back to Monday again you are ripping the NFL and college football and any other sport for playing. Step up to the plate. If it's not safe for people to be playing football and by the way it is but if you believe it's not safe then quit your job. Stop working. Alright? Period. Because if it's not safe to play football then it's certainly not safe for you to travel and write about football. What you are doing is being a tremendous hypocrite. 
you yourself aren't even following the same hectoring and lecturing advice that you are giving everyone else in the world of sports. If it's not safe to play football and you want to beat that drum over and over and over again and be wrong, Corona bro, then at least have the testicular fortitude to stop working yourself, give up your paycheck, sit out the fall, don't comment on football because it's too dangerous to play. You can't have it both ways. You can't cash a paycheck predicated on kids being able to play football in college and the NFL simultaneously lecture us all for wanting to play and then show up on Saturday and Sunday and write and talk about football like Monday to Friday didn't happen at all. Hold these people accountable in the Corona Bro sports media. Hold them accountable for not being consistent for being hypocrites. And you know who these people are. You see their Twitter feeds Monday to Friday the minute there's a positive test oh my God! They run around like a chicken with their head cut off and then as slowly everybody realizes okay, you know, positive test we're going to have to adjust on the fly we'll have to postpone something we're going to have to adjust the schedule then when that happens they go back Saturday and Sunday and cover sports like it's no big deal at all. It is infuriating and they need to be held accountable and there's very few places to hold people accountable. Corona Bros are trying to still cancel football because they're not happy that they lost the battle for football to be played. Now, a couple of other things out there. The media is also doing a poor job using fear porn. It happened again this morning. Adam Schefter at ESPN came out and said, Oh my God! They've shut down the Falcons facility. Four players have tested positive. And then the Falcons came out and said, Actually, we had one positive test and it wasn't a player. And all of that news has already spread throughout social media that is wrong. And then as a result, Adam Schefter comes back and he doesn't apologize for getting it wrong. He doesn't correct himself. He just says, update. Actually, it's only one person non-football player who had tested positive. Well, Adam, you got it all wrong. You were so gleeful and excited to be able to report a corona positive story that you didn't even realize or acknowledge what you had gotten wrong. I'm sure he realized it but he didn't acknowledge it. And that is part and parcel of dishonesty that goes on in the media with left-wing corona bros constantly rooting for positive tests. And oh by the way how about follow-up stories on the fact that everybody who tests positive is 100% fine. Cam Newton is going to play this weekend. Zero issues. Jeffrey Simmons, Adam Humphreys, all those guys with the Titans are going to play. Zero significant issues. They're back much faster than they would be from a concussion. They're back much faster than they would be from a severely sprained ankle. The average person testing positive in the world of athletics for COVID is back with no issues. Anthony Lynn coaching football. Sean Payton coaching football. John Gruden coaching football. All of these guys tested positive. All of them got back and had absolutely no issues to worry about. That's the reality and the story of the fact that nobody is having issues. That over 70,000 kids have tested positive at 50 major universities and only three have been hospitalized. These facts matter in a big way because I believe the economic impact and the life impact of shutting down schools 
of shutting down jobs of shutting down the economy is going to be far more lasting than the impact from the coronavirus. Some positive stories out here. Georgia-Bama with Saban out. We've been debating for a long time what the impact of a coach a good coach on the sideline during a game would be and now we've got an interesting test case. The line in Georgia-Bama moved from Bama minus 6 to Georgia minus sorry to Bama minus 3.5 a 2.5 point move. That's less than would have happened if Mac Jones was out. So a top college football coach is worth less than a top quarterback but more than any other player on the field. If suddenly Najee Harris wasn't playing the line would have moved much less substantially than what happened here. And so I'm telling you right now this is an interesting test case scenario. What would be wild is if a coach were out and the line didn't move at all because what it would suggest is they have no impact during the course of the game or even worse if it was a bad coach and the line moved in the opposite direction as soon as they were out. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in Georgia-Bama. We talked about this earlier. Do you guys know that it's been 13 years since the famous Mike Patrick-Britney Spears audio where Mike Patrick in overtime of the 2007 Georgia at Alabama game was talking about uh, the Britney Spears scenario in the middle of overtime out of nowhere he asked what was up with Britney Spears we played that audio if you're young and you're watching this and you don't remember it at all you need to go check out OutKick and go read that article and go watch the clip it's pretty funny Uh, a couple of other things uh, that are out there in a big way Arch Manning is making his ESPN TV debut tonight Peyton and Eli's nephew Cooper Manning's son he is going to be on uh, TV tonight at Isidore Newman High School he will be one of the top recruits he's a six foot two, 180 180-pound sophomore who is rapidly advancing up the 247 and Rivals recruiting ranking boards he's going to be one of the biggest recruits of all time he will be playing tonight on television if you're looking for something to watch other than Dodgers-Braves and other than the Astros game against the Rays if you want football there's no Thursday night football tonight because they moved it to Monday night for that Chiefs game against the Bills but Arch Manning is going to be one of the biggest recruits of all time. Everybody is already arguing about where he's going to go. Is it going to be Ole Miss? Is it going to be Tennessee? Georgia? Uh, Is it going to be Oklahoma? Is it going to be any of Texas? All these LSU all these different schools somebody will be mad that I didn't name their school everybody is battling like heck to try to go grab Arch Manning and you can watch him for yourself and get an early read on him tonight. How about the Dodgers? The Dodgers put a whipping on the Braves with 11 first inning runs. My 10-year-old's nervous about game four. I'm a little bit nervous as a newly minted Braves fan. Braves up 2-1. Clayton Kershaw on the hill tonight. What is going to happen? I think the Dodgers get a win. Tie up this series at two games apiece. Could set up a really, really interesting final three games if everybody gets it back to being even at two games apiece. Daryl Morey is out as the Houston Rockets GM. He made a lot of risky moves traded away Chris Paul traded away his, uh, his, his big time playmakers tried to pair Russell Westbrook and James Harden it didn't work. He was never able to get over the hump blew the chance to win against the Warriors and really it's hard to believe this is not connected also in some way to his tweet about freedom for Hong Kong protesters Daryl Morey the GM out still only Rudy Gobert 
in the entire NBA has had any sort of willingness to criticize China. I want you to think about how crazy that is in the world that we live in now where every NBA player, coach, and owner wants to be so outspoken nobody is willing to criticize China which is as close to modern day Nazism as exists in our country. There's a lot of talk in the NBA about being on the quote right side of history but the NBA is on the wrong side of history with China and nobody is even willing to step up to China and point it out because they want the money in their pocket as you heard Mark Cuban in his conversation with Megyn Kelly say they give us $500 million we are going to shut up and dribble for China and I want to also talk to you about the complicity of the American media. OutKick was the only major sports media outlet in the country to cover Rudy Gobert criticizing China. No one at ESPN covered it. Everybody dodged the story to try to protect their bed buddies at the NBA. Shameful, pathetic, and disgusting but welcome to modern day media. Ty Lu has been hired as the next coach of the Clippers. Can he get the most out of Kawhi? Can he get the most out of Paul George? Doc Rivers kicked to the curb. Ty Lue is the new coach. Obviously Ty Lue worked with LeBron with the Cavs. I'm not sold that he is the answer. I think the NBA could be more competitive next year. I'm not sure that anybody's going to care or anybody's going to watch. Several other things that I think are worth hitting here. Uh, Tech censorship in particular. It's a big deal to me. Twitter, Facebook, all of these tech companies. I saw it happen today this morning early with us. Reddit has banned the linking of any articles from OutKick because somebody who is a Twitter moderator is a total Corona Bro loser and they wouldn't even share our story about Baylor and Art Bryles and the fact that there was no legitimacy to Art Bryles being fired. By the way, Art Bryles is going to be on the radio program tomorrow. I would encourage you to listen. I'd also encourage you to go listen to our Wins and Losses podcast with Art Bryles because it'll blow your mind what the actual facts are in that story as opposed to the facts as reported by the media. And so this is wild to me that we have Twitter and we have Facebook acting as editorial censors. Alright? This is a big deal. I talked about this when Jason Whitlock was trending on Twitter and Twitter labeled his column as sexist. When you are a platform you are able to avoid financial liability by claiming that you are not making editorial decisions. Twitter and Facebook are regularly making editorial decisions about what trends, what doesn't trend and they are advocating for political beliefs that matter to them. That's fine. As long as you are being honest about doing that and not claiming that you are unbiased. There were tons of stories that came out against Brett Kavanaugh in the last Supreme Court hearing which were unsubstantiated which were pure filth which had no legitimacy to them at all. And Brett Kavanaugh was the center of every Twitter outrage mobile that you can possibly imagine. None of that was vetted. All of it was total crap. Twitter now is not allowing a story about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and their role in Ukraine and in China which is based on emails from a laptop belonging to Hunter Biden to receive any attention whatsoever on social media. That is bias. That is dishonesty. That is unfairness. And it is editorial decision making that is important because it demonstrates that Twitter is not a neutral platform. They are in fact 
an editorial outlet. Why does that matter? Both Twitter and Facebook have near monopolies for the dissemination of news in this country. We see it all the time with the website that I run. They produce an ungodly amount of traffic. What they decide to allow to trend and not trend matters a great deal when it comes to the marketplace of ideas. They can't pick sides and have content-based discrimination in my opinion without facing severe possible censure for that. This is a major issue for our times. I don't think it's a coincidence that our national discourse has descended into some of the nastiest uh, of our lives at the same time that social media has run rampant in this country. Cancel culture. An obsession. An obsession with purity which now exists in our nation when it comes to ideas. A dis- an unwillingness to actually listen to opposing ideas. All of it fundamentally dishonest and exacerbated by media outlets which are real media outlets like Twitter and Facebook. They are choosing sides and pretending they aren't. That's not fair. That's not right. It's time for some sort of rectification to happen in that universe. All right, I love all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I will be live on Fox Bet Live, uh, my daily television show here in a few minutes. I'll also be live tomorrow morning. we got a loaded program for you. We'll have Roman Reigns the WWE Universal Champion. We will have Art Bryles, the former head football coach of Baylor and my guy Todd Furman will swing by and hang out with us tomorrow morning. Go listen and subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate all of you. Go subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Thanks to everybody who is listening. DBAP unless you need to SBAP and I want to look deep into the eyes of all the haters out there. Thank you. You've made me rich. Kisses from me to you. I couldn't have done it without you. I'll be live on television in a bit. This has been Outkick, the show.